Yeah. Yes, we did. Okay. All right. Ah, ah, ready to do this. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to Diamnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. My name is DM Celeste, and I'm joined by my usual co-host, but also somebody very special in the room with us today. So why don't you start off, Neil? Neil, say hello, and then bring in our guest here. Oh, hi. It's me. DM Neil, a.k.a. Joke Maniac. And just like every other time, our other host will have to lift as much as we did, and he has already proven that he has lifted way more. So, so good Dan, at lifting. If you want to introduce yourself. Uh, hello. Uh, I am Dan, or DM Dan, or on Twitter, I guess, I'm Dan the Mind Flayer. Uh, so, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm a Patreon dragon. Yes, you let he a is, mind he is. flare into the gym? Oh my god, things are going to yeah. get weird today. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to mess up our brains in the best <laughs> way possible. But yes, Dan is a longtime supporter, and man, Dan does all kinds of awesome things. But we'll we'll get to that later. But first, we're going to talk about tying back to episode number 168, Know Thy Deity, which featured a different Dan, not this one, but it featured Daniel M. Ford. And that led mainly Rourke, to create Diamnastics number 138, Take Me to Church, which is just the title of a song. There's no twist on it. It's just literally the title of a well, song. Well, there's also a YouTube link to the music video for the song right yes. there in the forums. So, we are not um, messing around. <laughs> come to the forums for this quality content from the gym right here. Dan, do you want to set up the exercise? Oh, Yes. It is fleshing out the worshippers of a deity and choosing a deity, either one from uh, the forum's uh, world, Dambe, or uh, doing one for one of your own deities. And several people chose either. Some people brought their own deities uh, to the forums, and some people chose from the uh, Dambe deities. Yeah. So, Celeste, who? Or not, not, well, I guess you could say who, but which post did you choose from the forums to highlight? Okay, so I went ahead and chose the post from uh, DM Drexel. Also, you have a fabulous avatar, by the way. Love, love whatever that unicorn gnome situation is. Uh, so here, the deity uh, that DM Draxel created was Silo, which is sort of an intermediate deity, or they're called the Quiet One. They're the god of stillness. And what I just really liked about this was like setting up how followers worship this god in particular. It's all about like finding very quiet places like sitting under great trees or in the middle of like serene forests and just being quiet for like multiple hours of the day like as a way to worship i just thought that was i just a really cool sense because you know typically in these larger fantasy worlds you think of grand churches and all of just these amazing spots but this god seemed like a very personal meditative based god um i also like that the ranks uh are considered um there's the seed sapling oak and then the quiet ones which felt very much like girl scouts or boy scouts to me like moving up <laughs> uh, like starting off as a seed and you grow into a sapling um so i was highly amused by that uh and then also the way of yeah practicing stillness and silence as a way of worship uh and then of course the worshipers are expected to maintain the sanctity of these forests so they're almost like um like national park service rangers i don't know i just really enjoy um everything about this concept and while it may be a quiet god i think it's a subtly powerful one so 
Good job, DM Draxel, for bringing that to the table. Dan, thoughts on DM Draxel's post? Oh, I, the cleanup crew type holiday was totally. Uh, yeah, everybody pitching in. One of my notes there, like all the people just worshiping, picking up the forest, picking up maybe along the common horseways and wagonways, like kind of the people you see picking up along the roads in our world and stuff. So it's very cool to see that someone, oh, those are just the uh, worshippers of Cello. They're out cleaning up the world again. Uh, so yeah. it must be planting day. Uh, there must be a bunch more trees planted in the world today. That's great. Uh, it's such a lovely religion that I wish we had in our <laughs> world here. Well, I love the idea of two people chance meeting that both followed this deity, you know, and, and just how excited they would be, whereas it kind of feels like people that wouldn't be overtly excited any other time, but then stumbling onto someone else doing these same practices and just being o- literally over the moon of just like, <gasps> Another one, another person. <gasps> and then they would just sit there in silence for hours. <laughs> what do I say? What do they say about uh, true friendship is when you can sit in silence with someone and it's not uncomfortable. Perfect. <laughs> well, I will, I guess I will take the next one and I will highlight one from Rorik who actually did two and helped make the post. Rorik, calm down, calm down. But <laughs> killing it, buddy. They chose Nam the Great the Great Witch from Tesla Ranger, which had been created in a previous Diamnastics. And basically, normal people don't follow Nam. Witches, however, definitely follow Nam and do some pretty terrible things in that process. I think, and then of course, I mean, maybe Dan will shout himself out later, but I'll shout myself out now. And apparently, you know, the ruling body for Nam's worshippers are the coven, the coven of 12. So it is 12 witches that kind of run everything. And then underneath that are the lesser witches. So one of the other rituals is actually another piece from Diamnastics lore, I guess we can call it. And it is the 11th star, which is actually a scrying ritual to see through the eye of Nam. So it is kind of like the pinnacle of all rituals. Other than that is very you know, more, I, I think, you know, in cauldrons and eye of newts kind of situations to make different curses and hexes and things like that. And I was going to say, anything else, I also love that while it seems like Nam wouldn't have a lot of power, they do. And basically, they tip the scales of power in the world through like their machinations with all these different witches. So well done, Rourke. And that is terrifying. Uh, my favorite sentence of this is uh, they measure their relative favor with the Nam by the powers they possess, often demonstrating it through witches' duels. And I'm like, what? what? That's wild. I want to see a witch's duel so bad. How do they um, go down? How? Like, like, what are the rules in a witch duel? I don't know, but I, it's incredible. So that yeah. just like stood out to me on this post. I just imagine coming into like an uh, like this destroyed clearing and your <laughs> ranger being like what's this clearly it was a witch's duel a witch's a- duel <laughs> what there are just frogs everywhere for no reason yes. like what happened the croaking is deafening <laughs> my gosh uh. dan wow. thoughts on nom i absolutely love that the layman superstition is that like you put a crown 
of firefly extracts or that firefly luciferase enzyme that, oh, yeah. that glows uh, around your head. You put a ring of it around your head to keep witches away at night. And that's what the common people, they don't worship Nam, but they fear her and the witches. So I thought that was super cool, just the fear that the coven instills into the layman that they would be willing to like capture all of these fireflies, crush them up and then mush the guts around their head. Just, just on the off chance that it might keep a witch away. That's amazing. Uh, And definitely not an ingredient you typically see used. Yeah. No (laughs) fun stuff. Well done. Okay, Dan, we're up to you. Which one or ones did you want to highlight? Uh, So, I want to give a quick shout out to G and Ninja Spence. Uh, they're not the ones that I wanted to highlight, but Deebs and Dear God or, or Dear God by G was kind of kind of cool with his waystones at the intersections of highways. And uh, I had so many questions about like the little ritual of uh, the clerics of Deebs hand out a copper piece to everyone in town. So it's like if there's multiple clerics or multiple practitioners of this faith in town, is everyone getting like multiple copper pieces in a day? How do you know you've already mm-hmm. given this person a copper piece uh, <laughs> or not? Like, like what if you're in a massive city versus a town? So I had so many questions. It's a very cool concept. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Ninja Spence and Monsuna, I just love the tragic backstory that she used to be a tiefling huntress, uh, but she had to endure some, some negative stereotyping and was attacked by a fellow hunter because she was a tiefling and the other hunter could see her horns and she got shot and was dying and this deer spirit saved her and uh turned her into this neutral good goddess of hunt and the nature and i just i just loved everything about the tragic backstory there but the post that i really just sank into tooth and nail was by oodles a patron patreon dragon and he was highlighting darlauer i think i'm pronouncing that right the golden lady the coin maiden and it was pretty much all about bureaucracy and making money uh so clerics and everyone uh they're they're the people that work at guild halls at customs houses when you get off like the boats in new towns and you have to pay to get into a new country port authorities and financial centers and money lenders uh they're all just businessmen at part but that's not the part that i thought was uh interesting it's just the worship the worship is you have to donate to the church and even if you're the wealthiest businessman you still have to donate the same percentage of your wealth as the least wealthy businessmen that pray to Darlauer, uh, if you're hoping to get blessings from Darlauer in business. Uh, in addition, uh, the layman doesn't really worship Darlauer because they don't conduct business. They just offer up quick little symbols and hand gestures and prayers to Darlauer uh, when before they go shopping and hope that they're going to find good sales. And I thought that was hilarious. That's awesome. Yes. Uh. Yes. I pray to you, Darlauer, for the best blue light special I can find. The goddess of retail, <laughs> hear my cries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I ate that one up, and I was like, why do I not have a concept like this in my world? That needs yeah. to change. Celeste, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think this this goddess, she she works great. I mean, there's always going to be, you know, a merchant trading and just anywhere you find an urban lifestyle, this goddess would just plug right in easily into that world. Uh, and then also, you know, 
this idea of like how much money you have doesn't actually give you more or less favor. Uh, So even like a lowly merchant uh, can still be a faithful servant of this goddess as much as like, you know, billionaires going on out there um, because you have to give that equal percentage is a cool like equalizing sort of vibe. So I think everybody would be welcome to, you know, worship or be in her places of worship, uh, which is it's cool to see. And I also just the golden lady, the coin maiden. That's just such a good title uh, for a deity. So, so catchy. And my question was, what do they do with all that donations that goes into the church? Yeah. Uh, but do they then do? I guess it would make sense if they lend it, if they use it for loans. Oh, that would make a lot of sense. So it's also like a bank sort of... Interesting. Religious institution. I see what yeah. you did there. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, that was unintentional. Uh, yeah, unintentional. That meal. wasn't. I, I'm so sorry. I would never do that to okay. you. Okay. But... With that, you know what time it is. It's time to lift the mental weights right now. Woo! Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me. Lift these weights. Okay, so we have the prompt, and I already have the best idea of a place for us to start. Wow. So if you are both ready to go on this journey with me. Let's do it. One of the things that Rourke did was tie back to a lot of the previous diamnastics where we talked about deities. And one in particular was Tech Gods, which was inspired by an episode that none other than Celeste was on. <gasps> it me, the one we yes. talked about, Gond. Yep. And so that inspired the forums to make more tech deities. And I found one that I thought would be really fun. It is from DM Danielson. And it is Necris, the true neutral god. And they're intermediate. And their portfolio is curiosity, necessity, and creativity. And basically kind of how they approach things is they're they're willing to do whatever another deity or person asks of them. And basically have no time to figure out motive, divine status, timeline, basically any politics at all. But in the same way, they'll just tell you what they're doing. They don't care about that either. So their true neutral approach is just that they are just bluntly honest and willing to work on anything that you ask of them. So with that as our catalyst, I guess that's number one. I did number one. I chose the deity. So. What kind of professional structures are there in the deity's worshippers? Okay, so you approach this god if you need something created, right? And they'll they'll just do it without care for morality or particulars. It's just all about the thrill of new invention. Yep. Oh, that's scary. Well, I think, I mean, for professional structures, you're gonna need, like, workshops and, like, laboratories and just imagine, like just a large space and resources to be able to make these things or for people to go and, and I don't know, donate materials or Mm -hmm. so like large works workshops, warehouses, I think are going to be places that need to be associated. I like it. Dan, you're, you're thinking I can feel it from here. Uh, yes, it's radiating. Uh, the labs and the research, I'm resonating with that very strongly on many levels. So I've been thinking that if they're getting donations uh, for both materials and funds, that this could work in kind of the same way that act that like our research, our scientific research goes on here, 
like in real life, which is you get paid by the government or a private investor to research these very specific questions or problems. And then you use that money to try to buy the equipment you need to get it done. So maybe the foundation of these labs and research projects are very bureaucratic in the sense that they're not asking why they're doing it, but if they're getting large sums of money thrown at them to answer these complicated questions, if they're trying to answer questions that nobody else can claim to answer, perhaps they're wizards or some sort of like uh, arcane, like cleric intellect stat user mix is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe they have co-working spaces too is something that <laughs> I immediately thought of like all of these like you know great minds come together and like bounce yeah. they have like a think tank room that they all sit in right and they all get bagels and they try <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's, a li- it's a literal think tank it's it's an actual yes. tank yes. that they all it's, get in and they think they, about things they, they all think. climb inside in their wizard pajamas and- but i but i do like uh, but i i mean going off of that i love the idea of the true neutral aspect that it is not any ones a lot of the things don't belong to people. They belong to like the church or that, you know, that community for them to use. Mm-hmm. So it's not my hammer. It's, you know, the hammer of mm-hmm. Necris, that kind yep. of thing. Yeah. Okay. I like it. That leads us to how did the lay people worship the deity? Did we, I, I'm not sure how we covered, I think we covered that a little, but is there anything more specific? I mean, the donations seems like a big thing that they could do. Yeah. And like taking their scraps, maybe like leftovers. Yeah, don- donating resources, uh, or also maybe keeping these spaces like cleaned and maintained, um, since they are like community use spaces. Recycling—that's how you worship. Recycle. Yes. Um, <laughs> Recycling. Yeah. Re- reduce and reuse. So Take maybe it to the, the temple of Necris. They'll find a use for it. Yep. Or maybe, you know, you sign up for shifts to, like, maintain, you know, oh, you're cleaning the floors this day, or you're carting in this, or, you know, it's just, it's all about maintaining the space where people can have this creative atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What kind of rituals and rites are expected of the devout worshippers, then? So if the laymen are the people recycling, are the devout the people that are trying to do the creation? So again, I I what if there's like an episode of Shark Tank that just happens like once a month or wherever where everybody comes together and they have to show off like whatever they're creating like add to a big panel of of their peers, right? And so people come in and like the best and ideas potential. might get yeah. more funding or like more appreciation. It's a way to show off what's happening and get people excited about specific projects. I'm just really stuck on this tank yeah. thing, guys. I, I don't know what. <laughs> I, I like it's almost like a more exciting version of jury duty. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it you know because you know mm-hmm. the concept of jury duty is that it's you know in a group of your peers and it's your responsibility because you would hope people would do it for you if you're in that scenario. But that's but it's you know, it's much more exciting because they're going to get funding and literally the div- a divine hand helping them along. So yeah, like a yeah to uh, add another spin onto that as well, just like how we have gaming conventions uh, in the scientific research community, we also have scientific 
uh, expos and science conventions as well. So you get all of these nerds in the yes. same place and they put up their posters. Science and they fair! Have, <laughs> and, they have, and they talk about all their research and I, and I still do that now. Half of my lab is gone this week presenting their posters uh, in Florida somewhere. I bet you they're just at Disney. <laughs> but uh, they're down in Florida somewhere presenting a bunch of posters at this big convention uh, to talk about their science. Uh, so that could be like the the most devout worshippers once a year. They have this big convention, and everywhere from all over the continent, everyone has the Master Shark Tank yep. celebration <laughs> in one place, and everyone just shows off. They put all their cards on the table, and they're like, "Look at what I made! Look at how devout yep. I am!" <laughs> well, and I love the idea of Necros physically being present and yeah, attending way. this mm-hmm. once a year. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, that'd be crazy. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, what if she doesn't like my presentation? Oh, oh. I hope I get a blue ribbon. Oh, gee. Uh. <laughs> so many good things yes. can happen with that. So oh, I want a science fair in my game. So bad. So bad, you all. I feel like we we kind of covered number five in, in the rites and the rituals almost being that paying it back and paying it forward and that you know in a way that could be a way that they kind of move themselves up in the queue and because if the god's kind of willing to make anything and you're this you know you've done the rites and rituals of basically maintaining the workspaces maybe that gets you more favor so that leads us to number six anything else i really want them all to wear like white lab coats and have like holy rubber (laughs) gloves or like what (laughs) Like, I just really, I think they all should have some kind of like little like coat or something they all put on. Uh, all oh, coats absolutely. and gloves and maybe some yes. sort of like safety goggles. Yes. Oh, yes. Awesome. The followers tend to have crazy hair. I don't know why. It just, just. <laughs> they all look like Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. It just gets Hayward. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> uh, so the other one I thought was like kind of the home of the deity and okay let's preface a lot of the stuff i'll be saying recently will probably tie back to the mcu because i'm trying to watch them all before i go see end game so um <laughs> we can all m- maybe agree on how to say this nidaviller where Etri the dwarf was when thor made his new hammer if like somewhere like that was the home of the deity, you mean know, like tied to le- directly to a celestial body and using the power of that to create things. Cool. Yes. Okay. We've, we've done it. We've lifted the mental weights. Oh, so strong. Um, so tired. <laughs> my brain hurts. But, <laughs> but before we go, Dan, the most important question I have for you is where can people go to find what you're doing on the internet? Oh, geez. Um, I, I guess I'm not up to much these days, uh, but I'm on Twitter at DM Exidium, which I'll have to spell that. That's E-X-I-T-I-U-M. It's Latin. I don't know why I chose it. It was a poor decision. <laughs> but yeah, DM Exidium. Uh, and I mostly tweet about uh, D&D stuff, my cats, and the science that I'm doing at uh, at work. So. Those are two. Those not two. Those are three things the internet loves. D&D. Cats and, and science. Science! <laughs> yes. Okay. But for us, if you want to tell us about the deities you've added and the rituals they are doing, you can always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com or head over to Twitter 
at DMnastics, where you can find my handle and Celeste. And of course, for everything else on our network, head over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But with that, we're going to head to our post-workout cooldown and stretch with the light bulb. Light bulb. Today for the light bulb, DM Dan is going to blow our minds. We're already talking about it. My mind is blown. Already blown. (laughs) Done. But keep going. (laughs) Dan, the floor is yours. So if for those of you that know about the Rod of Law from, uh, I forget if it's from 1E or 2E, but the lore was the all these different fragments of this rod of law could be assembled together to create wishes that had no limits on them. You could impose law onto the multiverse. So I made for my players a piece of the rod of law because I had seven players and I made seven pieces of the rod of law. And I have this brain stress ball that I got at a conference and I painted it to look like an eyeball. So uh, each player got a prop like this uh, to uh, represent their piece of the Rod of Law. And one was a Dwarven Thrower, and I had like a little hammer keychain uh, that I gave him. Another uh, was the Staff of Water, and unfortunately that was just a straw. That was very mundane. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Perfect. Uh, there was a mace of earth, a hammer of earth, and I actually just added that, custom added that with green stuff onto my player's miniature that he chose to use at the table. So instead, his miniature had this massive hammer that just looked like a big boulder uh, for the uh, hammer of earth. So there was f- the four elements and light, shadow, and the mind for the seven pieces of the Rod of Law. And I made a physical prop for each of my players, and they loved it. That is amazing. That's so, and what a cool way to tie everybody together, right? Giving them each this individual thing to hold on to, like, tune them into the story. Uh, props are so powerful and so cool to have at your own table. Yep. The, it, it also is known as the Rod of Seven Parts for for late, later editions. That's what it turned into. But that is that is amazing. And you're figuring out something to give each player is absolutely amazing because then you can always i mean you're literally giving them and yourself a constant like plot device to to work off of to build off of to make terrible things happen (laughs) of course so i think that was an amazing amazing light bulb yes but with that we're going to turn out the lights and head out of the gym Uh, Before we go, I want to implore you, the listeners, to join the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises as well as other conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Can I trust you will add your own cardio? Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. What are you doing? Horizontal running.